teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. You know, we've been looking at this teaching of Jesus from Mark chapter 4. We find it in all the synoptic gospels. But what I like in Mark 4 is that they come like just, just come like that in a sequence that you can't just avoid. And what makes it interesting for me in Mark chapter 4 is that concluding that chapter, it says from verse 35, and on the same day, on that same day, Jesus said to them, let us cross over. I don't care where you are today. Place of fear, place of defeat, place of agony. You are crossing over in Jesus' name. Place of poverty, sickness. I say you are crossing over in the name of Jesus. Place of shame and fear. You are crossing over in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, let us cross over. And so we discover that in Christendom, we are always crossing over. There's never a stagnation there. You say, what do you mean? What if you are in a very good place? There's always a better place. In Christ Jesus, he is the ultimate perfection. And until you become like him, you are not stopping. Even, even in the work of our salvation, we are daily changed from glory to glory. From the day we gave our life as babes, we continue to grow until we attain to maturity. But even the maturity we're talking about is not like Jesus yet. I mean, we are like Jesus in every respect, but physically, emotionally, just like we are in the spirit, is a continuous process. Until the day we see him face to face. Which the Bible says, we don't know what we're going to look like in the physical. But one thing we know, we'll be exactly like him. Until that time, we continue to attain to become more and more like him. That's the Bible. That's why Paul will say, in the book of Romans, he said, do not conform to this world, though you are in the world. But be transformed by the continuous renewal of your mind. So you are transformed from glory to glory, becoming more and more like Jesus. Can some Christians behave like devil? Of course. The fact that you gave that to a child, not you, does that mean that that's a dog? No. Or a cat? No. What if the child never develops? So at age 20, it's to be even like a one-year-old. That's an imbecile. There's a problem. So is it possible for a Christian to be, oh yes, if he refuses growth? So the growth thing is a must. And that's why we say increase is not, it's not, it's not in question in the kingdom. And that's why Paul will make it clear that there are babes in Christ. There are the matured in Christ. And you know that every stage that people are, they think that they are the best. They think they know more than everybody. The babies think that they know more than their fathers and mothers. Even when they are yet to be five. So they have this attitude. Then when they become teenagers, ah. You are old school. What do you know? The own ideas are the best. Even if it's leading to destruction. And that's why we are the aspirants. So that's where your endurance will be maximum. 
you're long suffering. Oh, at his best. That's why, that's what reasons God created you. So you raise that generation to greater glory. But they always think that you are a problem. It's the same thing in Christianity. You see? So here Jesus was teaching. He said, let us cross over that day. And that got my attention. And I've been there for a while. And I thank God for it because... Without him, we can do nothing. And I remember the way he's been explaining things to me and the way I've been presenting it to people from the scriptures. Everything God created has a seed, has within it the means of propagation, everything except it is inanimate, in which case the increase of the inanimate thing is vested in the animate. Whether they know it or they don't know it. You say, what do you mean by that? The animals only live by what? Instinct. Am I right? That's all. Hungry? But when they eat, their system processes the food and they're all over. They provide manure for the next, for more of those things to grow. This girl. And then we make the chairs and the tables and everything, and then we keep on improving on them and modernizing them. It's vested in us. But otherwise, you see that everything, you look at the trees, and they said, ah, their means of propagation is always in them. It's really Genesis chapter 1. Every tree with a seed in them, every habit is seed in it. And whether we are talking of the plant world or the animal world, they said you produce after your kind. So increase is unquestionable. Praise God. So here he says that, look, the source was the word, and then again he's talking about the sower. When you're talking about the sower, what, what are you looking at? Increase. And what was this one? Seeds. And that's why your assignment in life can never be properly defined if you cannot define the seed. The law. And that's why I'm ever grateful to Mike Murdoch. I mean, he got that one very well. He said three things are important in the life of a man. Your relationship with God, number one. Number two, your assignment. Number three, the seed you need to propagate, to fulfill your assignment. And everything that we have in life will fall into any of these categories. It's either it's enhancing your relationship, or properly defining clearly your assignment and becoming more conscious of it, or it's, 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 it's pulling attention to the exact very core, the seed you need to get these things done. So when you become mindful of this, you will not eat your seeds because you need to plant them. What do you understand by the fruit of the spirit? The seeds that are necessary for the best of you in the future. Forgiveness. Hey, don't forgive because you're offended. And let's see. But it's fruit of the spirit. Yes, I agree, but it's a seed to your future. Everything, you can categorize them to these three broad headings. So it is who goes out to sow. 
anywhere, no matter the revelation, bring it down to nitty-gritties, to the ABCs of the kingdom. You are not saying anything new. You are listening to another way for better understanding of the same principle. I can fight it. You can kick it. You can attack it. But it do you a lot of good to just keep calm and study it as the Holy Ghost to give me understanding. And don't define it in terms of your own misgivings or your, your own biases. No, 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 no. Let the word of God express itself by his spirit. So he was talking about the kingdom and he was looking for how to explain to these ones who have no clue. So it's like a man that went out to sow. Yes, who went out to sow. And you know the rest of the story. And he said, if you don't understand this, how can you understand anything? Before then, I said that, look, for you it is given to understand. So I am confident that understanding is not a problem. In the name of Jesus. Even as I begin to talk about it, understanding is not a problem. And that's why I'm confident that, look, no matter how small, somebody's life will be changed by today's message. In the name of Jesus. Why are you so sure? Because that's the word. I don't have another reason than that. It's the word. Yeah. So it's for he's given to know. First he says to know, but if you don't know this, we have a problem now. Then the next thing he says is that this was the word. Oh. This was the word. Oh. We're talking about the kingdom. What are you saying, Jesus? Words are the universal seeds of the kingdom. If you don't know what exactly the seed is for this, Look for the word of God. Get into the word. Hello? Tell your neighbor. Say, now I see. There is no way you can be stagnated in life. Because what I'm saying is the truth. How can you be loaded with the word and you be stagnated? It's not possible. Jesus is Lord. I said, Jesus is Lord. First, what are you saying? But I know some people that before this Christ, the ground is billions. I struggle to get my 10,000. The question is this Does their billions satisfy their needs? Does your, does your 10 satisfy your need and leave you with extra? Your life does not consist in what you have. From the word of God, it's not the beginning, it is the end that matters. That's why I said increase anyhow. In the kingdom of God, increase. The only problem is that if you don't want to appreciate what God is doing. My mom had something that she was saying all the time. There's no human being living that will look straight at God and say, God, you didn't do it for me. He said, except you're looking for excuses not to be grateful. You only have to appreciate what God has done even in your seeming lack. And you open the door. You keep the door that is open that no man can shut. Completely open. And it keeps on increasing. So this was the seed. So seeds are important. But this seed broken down to its elements is the word of God. You know, water is needed. Water is important. 
So as wonderful, as incredible as water is, as important as it is to life, water can be broken down into its elements. Come on, you know, H2O. So what if we can scavenge the whole earth of hydrogen? Will there be water? So if you break down the seed you need for your greatness on earth, you come back with the words of God. My Moro made it so popular. God bless him in Jesus' name. He did very well. And simply put, he says God hides a lot of things in simple things. But he expects you to put them out. Let me just quickly refer to some of the things he will say. He created everything that will ever be needed and concentrated them in the garden. Then he now put the man in the garden. There was nothing the man would need on earth that was not found in the garden. But in the garden, there were no glass tubes. In the garden, there were no electric filaments. There was sun, though. In the garden, there were no clothes like these or tailors to carve them like this. In the garden, there were no cars. In the garden, no jets and no spacecrafts. In the garden, there were rivers, but there were no ships and boats. The garden produced everything the man will ever need. A man could multiply them by agricultural processes. But there were no holes in the garden. Talk left of a man, the harvesters and the planters and the plow, the mechanized plowing equipment. No, they were not. But they were all in the garden waiting to what? Be pulled out or rather waiting the garden was going to be exploited to produce all this. Where did he put it? Put man there. In the garden. Glory be to God in the highest. Is, are you getting what I'm saying? But if we go back to the basic as it were, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. And in verse 2, the earth was without form. Genesis 1 2. The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of... Hmm? The earth was without form and uh, void and darkness. No form, formless, shapeless, void, darkness. But the spirit of God. Somebody should be excited now. Was hovering over the face of the waters. And God... Let there be light and there was light. And God saw the light and it was what? And God divided the light from darkness. God called the light day and darkness. He called night. So the evening and the morning was the first day. Then God said, let there be ferment in the midst of the waters. And let it, let it divide the waters from the waters. Go ahead. Thus God made the ferment and divide the waters which were under the ferment from the waters which were above the earth. And God called the ferment heaven. So the evening and the day was the second Okay, then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let dry land appear. And it was, 
so. And God called the dry land earth and the, and the gathering of the uh, together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Uh, Eleven. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass and, and fruit. And according to, and God said, let the earth bring forth grass, grass and herb that yields. Huh? Look at your number again. Say increase. Is part of your DNA. In the name of Jesus. Uh-huh. That it fruits according to its kind. Whose seed is. <laughs> it's in itself. On the earth. And it was so. We see this in itself. On the earth. Except it's not on the earth. And the earth brought forth grass that hand the herbs that yeast seeds according to his kind and the trees and the yeast fruits uh, whose seed is in itself according to his kind and God saw that it was good. Uh, so the evening and night was the third day. Then God said, Let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide the days and the nights, and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years, and let them be for light in the firmament in the heavens to give light on the earth, and it was so. And then God said, Let the two great lights rule the day and let the light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God said them in of the heavens to give light on the earth and to rule over the land, over the land, <laughs> and to divide the light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. So even that day was the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters abound with abundance and creatures, and let the birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. And so God created the sea creatures and every living thing that moves with which the waters abounded according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to his kinds. Why would I say according to their kinds? According to their kinds, because they will produce themselves. Fish will not produce hippopotamus. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful. When he became animate things, he blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. And fill the waters with the seas. And let the birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning, it was the fifth day. Glory be to Then God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to his kind, cattle and creeping things and the beasts of the earth, each according to his kind, and it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to his kind and cattle according to his kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to his kind. And God saw it was good. Then God said, let us make man. Even you, God said. Even me, God said. Not the devil. God said. Not the witch. God said, Let us make my image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle. Yeah. And over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female created he, them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over everything living that moves on the earth. And God says, See, I've given you every herb that yields seeds, which is on the face of the earth, and every tree whose food yields seeds. To you it shall be what? For food. And also to every beast of the earth that creeps on the earth in which there is life, I've given every green herb for food, and it was so. Then God saw Everything he has made, and with these, come on, everybody shout! It was. I can hear you. It was. It was 
very good. Except you are not serving the living God. But I know we are. Your life cannot be anything. But be very good. In the name of Jesus. Let it be so. Let the devil be something with that. I've spoken it. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Now, watch this. There was no God seeing without God saying. True or false? Come on, judge it for yourself. So what makes you think on earth you will see without saying? No, let's face it. But the truth is that you are always saying something. You are always saying something. Because you are created to say. And the pattern is so that what you say is what you see. Uh, am I making a point? Praise God. Tell your neighbor, say, now I know in the name of Jesus. No devil can truncate my life. No devil can stop my blessings in the name of Jesus. I know, so I speak. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. There was no God seen without God saying. But we were told, if you remember, the earth was without form, number one. Shapeless, directionless, meaningless. It was void, empty, poor, sacked, destroyed. Darkness covered the face of the earth. It was dark. Confusion. What happened? But the spirit of the Lord was present, hovering. Then God said in the formless, in the shapeless, in the darkness, he said and everything began to change. He began to see what he said. Jesus says, the sower sows the word. Proverbs 18, 21. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. You see, on earth, when you open your mouth to speak, they produce. If you speak the word of God, they will produce God's result. Why? They say, I'm not God. But he said, let us make money in that image and let them have dominion. He has given you dominion. Your word cannot be questioned by any creature. Yes, as long as you know that you have his dominion in the name of Jesus. And he says, all authority in heaven has been given to me. And I said, you go in my name. That's why Peter and John will say, I don't have anything, but I have something. And what I have is for everything. In the name of Jesus, God, rise up and walk. The man was looking. He yanked me by the hand and pulled him out. Woohoo! Anywhere. Words have been speaking against you. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Jesus was speaking in Matthew. He said, By your words, you are justified. By your words, you are condemned. Not by their words. You cannot be condemned by anybody's words except you keep quiet. Whatever words of condemnation are spoken over your life, uh, the Bible says, uh, 
Any tongue that rises up against me in judgment, I will condemn. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Someone shall glory in the name of Jesus. I'm confident of God and his word in the name of Jesus. Aren't you happy? Say the entrance of a word does what? And it makes even the simple wise. <laughs> so your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light. Pashatalama. Let's rise. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.